Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Cell phones, pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. So, uh, to get things started, today, well, the day that I'm recording this, which is February 3rd, marks my, uh, two-year anniversary of sobriety. Fun, fun shit. (laughs) God damn. Yeah. I kinda miss it. Not even gonna lie. Not all the time. Sometimes I, like, I really don't give a shit like them. Kind of glad that I'm not drinking anymore, but man, there are some times I'm just like, God, it would be nice to just black the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, dealing with uh, like the whole, I mean, so think about it, I went through the whole COVID year 2020 without any alcohol, which God, it would have been nice to uh, have just kind of drank my way through that year. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it would have been a shit show if I uh, was still drinking then. Because I would have been fucked every day. Like, I I mean... Like, I... Everybody I know that is drinking or, you know, that does drink. And, I mean, they seem to have made it through the year pretty, pretty easily. And I'm over here waking up every fucking morning thinking that I got COVID. First thing I do is, like get a like a mint to see if I can still taste and smell (laughs) Uh, it would have been nice to just uh blacked out through the entire year like I yeah yeah the uh last time that I drank was on the Super Bowl Super Bowl 2019 um easily the worst Super Bowl of all time also the worst halftime show I think I've ever seen that was if anybody forgot which I'm sure everybody has tried to that was the uh, <laughs> the Adam Levine uh, Maroon 5 bullshit which I mean it was nice that like big boy performed but I mean fuck they did what like the way you move I think is like the only outcast song they did which is not the best outcast song so it was kind of a fucking bummer that you know, big boy comes out and I'm like, Oh fuck, this is going to be awesome. And then that's all they do. And then everybody just talked about Adam Levine's nips for fucking two weeks. <laughs> but yeah, so it is, let's see today, February 3rd, 2021. So super bowl coming up. I have already placed my bets. God, I hope the Buccaneers win. I hate, hate, hate the chiefs with a fucking passion i god i'm gonna be so god i might blow my fucking brains out at the chiefs win this damn super bowl oh shit i'm i I think the game is gonna be really fucking good like regardless i mean i obviously i hope tampa bay wins because that's who i've put all my money on a pretty good amount of money on (laughs) 
<laughs> Trade in one addiction for the other. <laughs> yeah, I'll worry about that one later. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, God, I really hope the Buccaneers win. Just so the people can shut the fuck up about Tom Brady. There will be no doubts in anyone's mind that he is the greatest, not even just greatest quarterback, the greatest player in NFL history. I already think he is, but there's a lot of dumbasses who still want to put, oh, well, Peyton Manning's better, Drew Brees, fuck all of them. Brett Favre was nowhere near as good. Like, Tom Brady is the fucking greatest. I mean, hell, you can almost put him as, I would say, one of the top five greatest athletes of all time. Like, him, Jordan... Wayne Gretzky, Michael Phelps, and Tiger Woods. Like, they're, those are the greatest athletes of all time. And let's see, are all of those? Yeah, they're all retired, every one of them. So, see, like, we're living in, like, a fucking historical moment where we, this is the last one out of, like, those. Well, actually, I think Tiger Woods still plays, but nobody gives a shit about him anymore. But, like, we are living through a time where we get to see Tom Brady be the greatest person in the history of the NFL. And you still have people who are like, oh, yeah, but he fucking cheated. No, the fuck he didn't. And even if he did, so what? Everybody cheats. I'm not going to shit on Lance Armstrong just because he was cheating. Everybody in the fucking Tour de France was fucking cheating. Like, if you were to... Like, I think I was reading, which this might not even be true, but whatever. No fact-checking allowed. On, uh, like, the years that Armstrong won the fucking Tour de France, uh, if you were to, you know, obviously because he got stripped of all his winnings and all that shit, if you were to give it to the next person in line who did not later get busted for cheating, I think it would have went to, like, the 35th person. So... Okay, so if everybody's cheating, then that still makes him the greatest because he was just the greatest of all the cheaters. Like, why the fuck is he getting, like, turned into this, like, villain just because he was cheating in a sport that everybody fucking cheats in? Like, I, I will never understand. And then, like, Lance Armstrong's also done so much fucking good, like, with cancer shit and like raising all that money the live strong bracelets you have dumbasses like cutting their fucking live uh live strong bracelets off and like be like i can't believe he did this what do you mean you can't believe he did this a fucker had like four different kinds of cancers and was still winning the tour de france how in the fuck do you think he was doing that by fucking willpower get the hell out of here having one less testicle doesn't make you that much more aerodynamic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God damn. Ugh, shit. Halftime show is going to be a disaster. I'm already predicting that. Like, I will. I don't understand who. I mean, I guess it is Pepsi that does the halftime show, but I don't know if they select the artists. But they have done a shit job for the past, oh God, damn near 10 years. Like the past ten years, Super Bowl halftime shows have been horrible, like a fucking disaster. I thought, hmm, like the last really good one to me was probably Prince, 
And how long ago was that? That was probably 15 years ago. Uh, yeah, probably about 15 years ago. I mean, they've had, just in the last however long, they've had the Black Eyed Peas, which that actually, that's the worst one of all time. The Black Eyed Peas, that's, that one was a fucking abortion. So Black Eyed Peas, Katy Perry was garbage. Uh, Lady Gaga was horrible. The only great thing was was her doing that little jump <laughs> from like two hundred feet or a little. Eh. <laughs> that I mean, let's see who else was there. Uh, oh fucking Coldplay! Like what the fuck is? Isn't the halftime show supposed to be like fun and like kind of badass? Like, you're going to have the most depressing band of all time. You might as well have the fucking Cure out there slitting their wrists on, on fucking stage. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I don't. And then now, so now you have The Weeknd. Like, I get it that The Weeknd is massively famous. But his music is so fucking boring. Like, why? I mean, how is that supposed to get people in like a fun I mean that's the whole point of the halftime show it's supposed to be like fun oh scratch that so the only good one like in recent years Justin Timberlake Justin Timberlake's halftime show was amazing but the weekend is going to be fucking horrible and then you look at like people who have been in talks to do the halftime show and they're all way better like Metallica was supposed to do it one year uh, would have been amazing. Like, there's so many people that could do it. And, like, I miss whenever they would have, like, old, like, older bands. I think that what fucked it was The Who. Because The Who did theirs, and I think that ruined having, like, older musicians. Because The Who's show was not good. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that one was pretty bad. But, like, before that, you had, like, Paul McCartney, the Rolling Stones, Tom Petty. Eh, I'm not a big Tom Petty fan. But, they like, Bruce Springsteen, U2. Like, even Madonna's was pretty good. Like, they've had, like, they do better in Prince, obviously. They do better whenever they pick, like, older, like, legendary people. The Weeknd is not a fucking legend. Like, he's he hasn't even been around that long. Like, no one will even know whether he's a legend. Like, the Rolling Stones were clearly legends whenever they performed. So, like, you can't go wrong with that. Metallica are legends. So, you couldn't go wrong with having Metallica do it. Like, and they have to be good performers. Like, that's kind of the point is that the performance is so fucking amazing. And the weekend, I mean, who the hell talks about the weekend's live show? <laughs> Like I've I've never heard somebody go, God, I wish I could go see the weekend live. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, I'm I don't know. But I am predicting the Buccaneers to win. I think it's gonna be pretty close because of Mahomes being such a goddamn like look, I hate the Chiefs with a passion. Being a Raiders fan, you cannot not hate the Chiefs. I fucking hate every single person on that team. But Patrick Mahomes is a fucking freak of nature. Like, he does shit that is so damn impressive. And it's sickening to watch because I know that, like, 
<laughs> as long as he's playing, the Raiders have no shot. <laughs> but God, he is. I mean, he is really an amazing quarterback. I just do not want them to win. Like, I want. I really want Brady to get his Super Bowl ring, and then I don't even know if he's going to retire. Probably not. But I mean, it's not like I'm necessarily a Buccaneers fan. Like, but I just really. It's more so that I don't want the Chiefs to win. So, really, whoever they were playing, I would be going for them. But, it, I mean, it's going to be pretty easy to root for the Buccaneers because I am a massive Tom Brady fan. But I will be probably tuning out during this halftime show. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it's funny that, like, what kick started that is fucking Michael Jackson. Like, they had... I mean, the Super. if you go back and look, the Super Bowl halftime shows used to be like fucking high school marching bands. And like like uh, TJC, Tyler Junior College, did the Super Bowl halftime show back in, I think, like the late 70s. Like it, it used to be like nothing. Like no one gave two shits about the uh, halftime show. But then in 93, they were like, oh, well, you know, let's make this. Let's try to make this halftime show big because this game is starting to get fucking massive. And so they had Michael Jackson do it, which I think still goes down as being next to Prince. Like this kind of a toss up, but the greatest halftime show of all time. And fuck whatever everybody has to say about Michael Jackson. Eh, I look. I'll be honest. I do not think. Mm, okay, hold on. I was about to lie. <laughs> okay, he most definitely did a little uh, inappropriate touching, maybe staring into some areas he shouldn't have been staring into. <laughs> I just, look, there are worse things that can happen to you as a child. I mean, I'm not condoning pedophilia by any means, but if you... But think about it. There are kids that are getting, like, jerked off by their fucking uncle, who's like a mechanic. <laughs> With those calloused hands on. <laughs> like, look, I mean, there are worse things than getting gently masturbated by the king of pop. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, if I was, shit, if I was 10 years old. And I got a fucking free trip to Disneyland and got to hang out with, like, giraffes and shit. I probably would have let him jerk me off. Now I got <laughs> all you got to do is close your eyes and pretend it's Janet. <laughs> I mean, same voice and everything. And I mean, he probably had gentle hands. So, I mean, it can't be that bad. I don't I think those kids are exaggerating on how bad it really was. I mean, dude, you got to like spend however long like a I, mean, I think most of those kids were there for like a long time you get to live in the fucking neverland ranch that's like a dream for any child and yeah like okay you gotta get jerked off by fucking michael jackson look if he was singing man on the uh, man in the mirror to me while he was doing it i don't think it'd have been that bad <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, it's not like it was Tito or fucking Jermaine. <laughs> like, it's fucking, like, I'd just be like, God damn, that's Michael Jackson. Like, I mean, I don't, I, like, I don't think you'd need a whole lot of therapy after that. And, fuck, I mean, he wrote Thriller, for God's sakes. Like, 
just deal with it. Like, take, I mean, it's, it's not that bad. Anyways, if anybody hasn't, uh, seen, uh, Dustin Diamond died, I'm gonna do a little RIP for, for Screech. I'll be honest, I never really gave two shits about Saved by the Bell. I mean, I did watch it a little bit, like, you know, before school and stuff, but I really thought that Screech was one of the most annoying TV characters of all time. (laughs) Probably the wrong time to be saying that, but fuck it. And also, okay, let's not pretend like Dustin Diamond wasn't a massive hunk of shit. Like, that dude was like... Look, you can Google the shit that Dustin Diamond did, like, you know, later on. Uh, like after, you know, say by the bell peak and shit was, it got a little sketchy, but shit, I mean, so does every fucking child star. Like what, what child star has ever come out like on top? I mean, Jodie Foster, I mean, she is responsible for an attempted presidential assassination, <laughs> but man, poor John Hinckley, like, <laughs> If only he knew that she uh, was not into uh, not into dudes too much, man. Like you're gonna go try to kill the president to impress a chick who ends up being a lesbian. <laughs> oh, poor John, poor John, <laughs> man. But yeah, I, I mean, her. Well, Jason Bateman was a child actor. I mean, I guess there's a few that have made it out, like, pretty good. But, I mean, look at all the fucking train wrecks that come out of, like, child actors. Like, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. Like, all of them just, God, it just got uh, Gary Coleman. Like, they're all, like, Gary Coleman beat the shit out of someone. Which, you gotta be a fucking bitch to get your ass beat by Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck do you even do that like all you gotta do is just like put your hand on his head like those cartoons and just have him swing <laughs> oh god but yeah well either way rest in piss Dustin Diamond <laughs> uh, watched the uh, the little things it came out on HBO Max fucking amazing it was, yeah, I really liked it. I know a lot of people did not like it because, look, spoil, mm, yeah, if you haven't seen it by now, go fuck yourself. So, spoiler alert, you don't know, you don't know for sure that Jared Leto is the killer. And I can understand how that would piss some people off because they leave it kind of ambiguous. But the point of the, I think those people are missing the point of the movie. The point of the movie is not, it's not a murder mystery. I mean, it is taking place like during a murder mystery. But the whole point of the movie is showing how little things mm -hmm, can just eat you alive the rest of your life. Which is what had happened to Denzel Washington's character. Like, there was some shit that happened in his past. These little things were adding up and just eating him alive. And he sees that that same thing is going to happen to Rami Malek. So he's trying to protect him from it. That's what the movie's about. The movie is about a guy who has made the wrong decisions, helping somebody get through it whenever he sees that it's about to happen to him. So, yeah, like, if they... 
if you knew that Jared Leto was the killer, which I mean, you kind of do like it's they make it pretty obvious, but they don't come right out and say it. But the fact is that like, if you knew that Jared Leto was the killer, like it was proven in the movie that he was the killer, then that whole idea means nothing like that whole concept, the whole allegory, everything, the metaphor that that movie is about is completely pointless. Like you have to, it has to be ambiguous. And I love the ending. I thought the ending was fucking amazing. I thought Denzel Washington was really good. Finally. I mean, Denzel Washington, like Denzel Washington is obviously one of the greatest actors of all time, but for the past hmm, like 15 years, he's been pretty much just phoning it in, in every movie. Like, I can't think of the last movie where I was like, damn, Denzel was really good in this movie. Like, maybe Unstoppable, the train movie. Like, he was good. I mean, he's, well, that shit, that came out a pretty long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say Deja Vu, he was actually really good. The movie's not that good, but, but fuck, that movie came out, yeah, exactly 15 years ago, because I think it came out in 06, so. Yeah, I mean, Denzel Washington has been kind of phoning it in. But I thought he was um, I thought he was incredible in this movie. I'm not like a massive Rami Malek fan. Um, I'm not on like the team fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't think he was really that good. Um, as Freddie Mercury, he just looks like him kind of, sort of. But I think Rami Malek was really good in this movie. Like it made me kind of like a Rami Malek fan. Also, same for Jared Leto. Look, Jared Leto is basically just playing himself in this movie. <laughs> Jared Leto is fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> dude, that dude has a fucking underground cult in like the side of a mountain somewhere in out like near in somewhere in California, and like they all refer to him as like the Messiah and shit. What what's the uh, the echelon? Yeah. He's, <laughs> He's got a fucking cult of like teenage emo chicks that are that like worship him. So yeah, this movie is probably probably was not a stretch for him. <laughs> but he was really good. I mean, he was yeah, he was great in this movie. Like I, damn, he's so fucking creepy. Like that's what my and then. He's clearly just wearing like a fat suit, <laughs> which is pretty funny because like the whole rest of his body's skinny like normal Jared Leto, but then he's got this like gut, this like saggy gut, and he just walks like how he walks. <laughs> he walks like a pregnant chick the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it, man, it was great. I really loved it, and I like I get the the criticism of all the people that you know, fucking hated it, but I thought it was really a great movie. And I'm, I love that HBO max is doing that. Like just cause obviously movie theaters are probably going to go away. I mean, I, I don't think it's as soon as a lot of people think, but I think eventually movie theaters are going to be like, like a drive-in, like there will be some spread out and more so for like nostalgic, like hipsterish reasons. But having like chain franchise movie theaters, probably not going to be around long. I mean, think about, it, I mean, who the, why the fuck would you want? So one, you don't even know if the movie's going to be good. So you're paying, let's say, 
$15 a ticket. Like that's probably the high end of it, but it's like $13 a ticket. And then if you even want to have anything to eat or drink, there's another 30 bucks. So for, I mean, if you take like a date night for a movie theater, I mean, it is not unheard of that you'll spend 50 bucks, at least 50, $60. And then that movie might suck ass. And you got to sit next to some dude who's on his fucking phone and like, you're just being blinded by bright blue lights from people's phones. Some dudes like talking, some dudes farting. Like it's look, I love going to the, like I worked at a movie theater for a long time and I loved working there and I loved going to movies when there was nobody there. Like, cause you know, during the day there'd be like nobody goes to the movie theater, like on a weekday during the day. So I would just sit in the movie theater and just watch movies all day. And there'd be like maybe one or two other people in there. Maybe at, at most. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I just realized all I'm doing is just watching a movie at my house. Scott, but like with a giant screen and amazing sound. <laughs> like otherwise it's no different than just sitting on my couch watching a movie. Which, And I think that's what everybody's starting to realize is that you can just watch these movies at your house. Like you say, I mean, even if, you know, it's a movie that you like, you know, Disney got shit on because of Mulan that you had to pay whatever it was, 20 bucks to watch it. Even if you were subscribing to Disney plus, which I mean, is kind of shitty, but also think about how much money you saved by not having to go see that in theaters. Like if you were going to take your family, let's say two adults, two kids, I mean, it would have been fucking $80 by the time you bought food and everything. So yeah, like it's not like stop bitching. It's 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks. And yeah, granted, the movie was horrible. But fuck, I mean, you save $60 by not having to go. And you got to drive all the way. Uh, fuck that. But I like HBO Max has some. If you don't use HBO Max, you are out of your mind. Netflix is not that great. Hulu, I don't know who the fuck uses that shit. And Amazon Prime has some garbage. Is not that good. But anyways. If you're not using HBO Max, you're out of your mind. Like the mo- they have the greatest shit on there. Like and then yeah, with all these like Warner Brothers releases this year, like the um Judas and the Black Messiah, that's going to be really interesting. Uh uh what else? The Matrix, the new Matrix is going to come straight out to uh HBO Max. Like there's I mean, the Godzilla King Kong is going to be, I don't, I'm not a big fan of either one of those fucking that bullshit, but, and then the, oh my God, the, I really thought that they weren't doing it, but apparently they are doing the fucking Space Jam remake with LeBron. Fuck. I really hate that they are doing that. Like I, okay, LeBron. Stop trying to pretend that LeBron James is Michael Jordan. He is not Michael Jordan. Watch The Last Dance and then watch any fucking interview with LeBron James. They are not the same. LeBron James is a bitch. Michael Jordan Michael Jordan would have fucking killed his own family members to win a finals. Like, Michael Jordan is exactly... Like, he's the epitome of a fucking competitor. LeBron James is a competitor who just whines whenever things don't go his way 
Michael was like, fuck that. Like, I'm winning no matter what the hell happens. If these refs suck, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to play harder and win. Like, there is no second place. LeBron is perfectly fine with like, just making it to the playoffs. Like, Michael Jordan's like, fuck that. Making it to the playoffs isn't an achievement. Winning the finals is the achievement. That's the only reason I'm playing basketball. I, this shit is not fun. Like, it's fun whenever I win. That is like, like, look, if you had to pick, and look, and even the fucking LeBron fans that are like, oh, LeBron, man, he's way better than Michael. Okay, if you had a team, like you were putting together a team, let's say you're the owner of the fucking, uh, owner of the Rockets, and you got your four, but they're letting you pick one other person, and you can either get LeBron in his prime, which I guess I would say is like Miami Heat days, but whatever. LeBron in his prime versus Michael in his prime. There isn't a fucking person on this planet who is not picking Michael Jordan in his prime. Like, there's no fucking chance that you are picking LeBron James. Uh, like, I don't know, whatever you want to say his prime is, like, whatever, 2013-ish, whenever the Cavs won, or whatever year that was, 2014, or 06, 07 Heat, is that when he was on the Heat, 08? No, it was, like, way later than that, uh, 2011, wasn't it? Anyways, like, if you want to put LeBron in his prime versus Michael in his prime, you... There's no way you're not picking fucking Michael. The only person I think who can even come close, and it's actually a pretty good argument, is Kobe. Like, this whole Michael-LeBron argument is fucking bullshit. The argument is Michael and Kobe. Because they are almost identical in, like, their, like, competitiveness. And, the. I mean, look, it's not good to talk about people that die, blah, blah, blah. But Kobe was kind of like anybody who was a teammate with Kobe was like, yeah, he's kind of an asshole, but that's what you want. You want somebody who's like, I am not here to be your friend. I am here to be a teammate and win the finals. Like, I don't give a fuck if we're friends. What are we going to go play golf together next week? Fuck that. If we don't win the finals, leave. And if I feel like you are dragging us down, get the fuck out, go somewhere else. Like, look, he had Shaq kicked off the fucking Lakers. And Shaq was a fucking MVP. And he had him kicked off the Lakers because he felt like it wasn't going to go well for him if Shaq stayed there. <laughs> like, that's some ballsy shit. Like, imagine if Michael kicked off fucking Scotty. Like, if Michael Jordan was like, yeah, you know, Scotty Pippen is... Which I think Scotty Pippen is massively underrated. And was an amazing athlete. But... And Michael Jordan was like, yeah, you know, me and Scotty aren't getting along. Um, send his ass to the, uh, yeah, send his ass to the Grizzlies. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what Kobe did. And, yeah, like, but that's because Kobe wants to win. And Michael Jordan wanted to win. LeBron doesn't give a shit about that. LeBron cares more about being like a household name and a role model. Fuck that. As Charles Barkley said, I am not a role model for your kids. And that's the shit I love. That's the athletes that I fucking love. Like Lawrence Taylor. Like there's no fucking Lawrence. Everybody loves J.J. Watt because he goes to fucking hang out with like cancer kids. Fuck that. I miss Lawrence. Like when, I mean, I wasn't even really alive when Lawrence Taylor was playing. But that idea, like the Warren Sapp fucking brutal Lawrence Taylor doing a fucking gram of coke and then going out and just 
destroying people and not giving two shits about if he came off as a nice guy. Hell no. Lawrence Taylor didn't give a fuck about that. And that's like, that's what I miss about like athletes. Like they're all too worried about being like, oh, is this going to look good for my image? Fuck your image. Like be a badass. Like Lawrence Taylor, be a badass. I mean, Bill, well, Bill Romanowski kind of took it far, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. But then, but you know, it's all a fucking marketing thing. But yeah, I think it's amazing though. Like side note that, uh, it took, I mean, I think ESPN is now covering it a little bit more, but it took them a hot minute to, <laughs> to get on the, uh, what's his name? Chad Wheeler story. Yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> oh man. Like, look, I'm not excusing Ray Rice. I will excuse Kareem Hunt because they were been, you know, comparing Chad Wheeler to um, Ray Rice and Kareem Hunt and the way the NFL and like the media treated both of them. I'll excuse Kareem Hunt because you can watch that whole video front to back and he does nothing wrong. Like, I don't understand what it is that he did that was that wrong. Like, I think Kareem Hunt handled it pretty fucking well for a dude who was like clearly angry like and you expect that he would have done something worse because of like Ray Rice. Now I'm not excusing Ray Rice. That is that shit. Ray Rice got exactly what he deserved. But this motherfucker actually tried to kill her. Like Chad Wheeler wasn't like fuck you, I'm just gonna knock you out. Like he beat the shit out of her basically trying to kill her. Goes into the kitchen eating a sandwich. And then she walks in and he goes, oh, you're still alive. Like, what the fuck? How is that guy? Is he? He's not arrested, is he? Let me see. Yeah, I don't even think he got, like, arrested or anything for that. That is amazing. Like, how? Like, how do you? Like, you would think that um, because of just all the way people, you know, the shit has been for the past couple of years, especially that ESPN, the NFL, like all these massive organizations would be very conscientious about not wanting to seem racist. <laughs> like, cause they've, you know, haven't really given a shit about that for a long time, but you would think now they'd be like, Oh no, no, no. Is this going to make us look great? You would think they would have a team of people that are like, that's what their job is, is to go like, are we like, is this going to make us look racist? <laughs> <laughs> and that team would say, yep, if you don't cover this 24-7 like you did Ray Rice and Kareem Hunt, you're fucking racist. And somehow they just it slipped under the cracks. And I think now, though, it is being like covered, but only because people like lost their shit. And were like, hey, why has why is this not on ESPN right now? <laughs> like this dude was surprised that she was alive. Like, I don't remember Ray Rice ever saying that. And Kareem Hunt didn't even do anything. So, yeah, I mean, shit, this is a million times worse than what Michael Vick did. Like, I mean, this, like, this dude tried to kill her. And nothing. Nobody gives a shit. I don't know. That's, that is amazing to me. It's also not surprising, though, so I can't really be like, 
I guess I can't be that angry because, of course, they didn't talk about it. <laughs> I mean, if it was fucking, you know, Richard Sherman, then that's all they would talk about. They'd be like, look, here were the warning signs. <laughs> but no, because this is some, you know, white dude that's on the Seahawks. They're just like, eh. Well, maybe he had a reason. Like, that's like that's their fucking... Or, like, they treat it as if... Like, oh, well, we haven't heard the whole story yet. Like, we're waiting to hear the whole story. What whole story? Like, what could she have done that, that you need to find out about first? Like, they didn't wait for the whole story for Ray Rice as soon as that video got leaked. Oh, here it is. ESPN Sports Center all day that's all you saw Ray Rice dragging that girl out of the elevator and they didn't wait to find out what she did maybe she tried to pull a knife on him I mean I don't think she did but <laughs> I mean shit maybe maybe she called his mom a bitch <laughs> but yeah I'm gonna go ahead and assume that the girl that Chad Wheeler fucked up didn't do anything I mean not anything crazy like I mean yeah they may have had like an argument even she might have called him a pussy or something but still I mean like what whole story do you need to know if if like I can like I would say it's fair if they did that shit to Ray Rice if they were like alright we know that there's a video but we're not going to show it because we need to find out what the whole story is then I'd be like okay well that's fair that's what you do with Ray Rice so of course that's what you're doing with him like that's you're treating everybody the same but that is not what the fuck happened they saw Ray Rice knock the shit out of that girl and drag her by her, by her fucking ankle out of the elevator and they're like here we go this is going to be massive and you know and rightfully so he's, his career is gone like that's that is what should be happening to anybody that does that. But no, because Chad Wheeler is a white male. Oh, man. Well, that's it for today's episode. I've ranted long enough. <laughs> yeah, and be sure to uh, send your questions, anything that you want to hear me talk about, any topics, send uh, to Mindful Mayhem Pod at gmail.com that is mindful mayhem pod at gmail.com all right later bitches well i guess you just have to be prepared to die well what Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. One, two, three.